You're listening to Random Fit with hosts Wendy Batts and Ken Miller, winner of a Gold Markham Award for Digital Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts here with Ken Miller, my friend and co-host. Ken, how are you today? I'm doing awesome, Wendy. How are you? Look, you're looking good as always. Well, I think you know what you're always giving me compliments. I love I love this hour. If anyone cares, but <laughs> how are things with you? Are you good? Uh, everything is great, especially after looking up what we're going to be talking about today with bees. Yes, bees. bees. And as weird as it sounds, I see stuff all over social media about these like swarms of bees that are on like the back of these cars and, you know, like on the side of the houses. And they're telling people, don't touch the bees, let them kind of travel in their pack wherever they're going and they don't stay wherever they land long. Um, and so that just kind of sparked more interest because you hear people talking about buzzing with vitality and the importance that bees have on our health and fitness and then also to our food supply and these poor little guys are literally um under attack between all the pesticides and all the things that people are spraying out there to try to get rid of them when in all reality we should uh we should welcome them (laughs) yeah if anything just move them someplace else uh you know it's funny when we started talking about this topic and i was like you know what whenever i go to my favorite coffee shop um they have one of those jars of honey so uh one of the reasons why it's my favorite is coffee shop is because i like putting honey in my coffee if i'm going to use a sweetener if it's available i'm going to use it um but when we started talking about this, it, it brought me back to a conversation I had with uh, my buddy, Brett. And the, the thing about it is, is that he actually taught a beekeeping class um, in a former life. That's what that's what he did. And I just found myself sitting there just listening. And, you know, if you can hold my attention for at least 10 minutes on the topic, I'm I'm bought in and and he was talking about the the aspect of keeping bees and like you mentioned just briefly and we'll talk more about it is is their impact on the environment or what they call and we'll talk about them as biomonitors as far as indicators of health of the environment but he was going into what it takes to keep orchards uh um gardens um crops alive and and producing the quality of fruits and nuts and vegetables that uh, we want them to and these crop growers spend good money on having beekeepers bring out their hives so that they can pollinate so the idea of what we have to benefit from when it comes to and right here all this talk about honey I've got, <laughs> I've got I've got some uh, just basically lemon and lemon and honey and, and warm water right now and that's or tea a little bit of light tea but um, the aspect of of how we can get natural sweeteners into our everyday lives and and you know making it a viable choice for how we choose to incorporate sweeteners as a lot of people will you know associate honey with but the how it comes to fruition and how honey gets to our table is just amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that we first saw was the number one thing is there are huge pollinators for crops. 
And with, you know, what, what they do is they're, they're pollinating to help us, like you said, with the fruits, the vegetables, and a lot of the uh, things that we eat that are grown naturally. And without them, we start decreasing crop sizes and the quality of these fruits and vegetables and nuts even. And, you know, that's part of us having a healthy diet. So when we look at it on a fitness and, and, and wellness side of the game, it's really, really important. And then that kind of brings us back in for, you know, bee pollen and nutrition. That was also a big thing that we read about. And it said that like honey, royal jelly and bee pollen are rich in nutrients and antioxidants. And any of you guys that know this, I mean, antioxidants are super, super important for many, many reasons. And, you know, I just, I, I found it interesting because it was like, oh, it's good for this and this and this. And the, the, the list was all super positive. And, and from the, that, that vantage point, you have the, again, as I, as we talked about, or as I mentioned before, it's a great alternative to just the plain white refined sugar or anything that you might find in a packet. So from that vantage point, it's, it is a viable sweetener, especially if, if you're like me, if you, if you like honey in your tea, honey in your coffee, you get the sweetness but you also get those benefits of the antioxidants um, that are available through honey so again just another validator for <laughs> my favorite coffee shop well and i'm going to say too that you know there's a lot of medical benefits that were were listed and one of the things that i thought was fascinating when my son was a baby he was having some issues with his throat like he had kind of a sore throat but he couldn't tell us about it and so the pediatrician looked in his throat and he said, you know what, I, you know, it's not strep, but he's got a really bad sore throat. And the one thing I want you to give him is local, local honey, and that's going to help and just give him a spoonful the best that you can. And he's going to love it because my son loves sugar and, um, and it worked. And so you've got to think when it's looking at anti-inflammatory responses in the body, honey was one of the things that was top of list. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it is funny though, when you think about, you know, when, when I was growing up and if I had something going on, like if I had a itchy throat or a little soreness in the throat and I, the second I would say that to my mom, she would always say, all right, lemon and honey, lemon and honey, lemon and honey. So now as I really think about, you know, especially looking at the anti as many times as the word anti-inflammatory came up, it was it was just just knocking on my brain. I was like, that's why I felt better. That's why my throat. I thought it was just an old wives' tale or something that you just instinctively do. You know, something like your mom or your dad would tell you to do. But from from my vantage point, it was just now the realization of okay, this is why it works. This is why I feel better. And so, you know, once I realized that, it's like, oh, okay, well, well, guess what happened, you know, just a couple of days ago, my daughter, she sounded a little rough in the voice. And what did I tell her to do? Yeah, let's, let's go heat up some, uh, let's get some lemon and honey. And she sounds fine. You know, so, <laughs> and she felt better. I'm telling you, there's something to them, but you know, it's also used in, and I had allergies very, very, very severe. Like they were bad as a child oh, and I'd no. have to go get shots. I had to take a lot of medicine 
And one of the things too, that my parents were really big on was the same type of thing. You know, you need to think about, you know, having more honey and incorporating that into, you know, your breakfast a couple of times a day, whatever it is that you can do in order to, you know, it was going to help desensitize my allergies. And I was like, what? But apparently when you're diving deep, because again, I found that fascinating because I could 100% relate to this is what I did as a child. Why did I do it? But they're saying that, you know, through some studies that the actual bee venom can help individuals with their allergies, with actual bee stings, and it's going to help reduce the severity of those types of stings and or allergies. And I was like, wow, you know, again, something to it. And this was a long, long time ago. And, uh, you know, they it seems sometimes that they know more back then than they do now, because now there's just a bunch of ingredients in an allergy pill when we could look at it on a natural standpoint and get the same benefit, if not better, because it's helping long-term desanitize you or desanitize you. <laughs> um, de well, I mean, that's basically what it yeah. is. The severity of whatever Maybe. allergies you may have. And the, the thing about that, Wendy, too, and I think we need to make that clear for our listeners here on Random Fit when we're talking about buzzing with vitality, is that when you are talking about desensitization, um, we are talking about research studies that were medically supervised. So if you have a chance or if you're curious enough and you want to go on to and do your own research on uh, using bee venom to desensitize against uh, bee venom allergies, everything that I looked at was medically supervised. So when they did do that, don't... You know, don't think that you're just going to go, oh, okay, great information. I'm going to go find some bees and kind of find a way to get myself desensitized so I don't have such a big reaction when I do get uh, stung by a bee. Hopefully, and that's not the case. But just know that everything is was monitored by medical professionals when they did those <laughs> research studies and when they, when they actually do those be desensitization um treatment it's such a big so, word ken so proud of you. like eight <laughs> syllables eight, oh my god <laughs> well and and i mean we're going to talk a little bit about health and fitness here in a minute but one of the other things i wanted to point out just about bees in general is beekeepers and they were saying whether you're doing it as a hobby or doing it as an actual occupation the amount of physical fitness that it takes in order to you know, do that type of activity or job, because again, you're in a suit, you're having to lift the beehive um, boxes, if you will, you're having to be very careful about things. So you have to be very mindful of, of yourself. And, and when you think about it, I mean, it is a job, it is, you know, it, there's a lot of physical fitness that has to go around that as well. So if you're looking for a hobby, you should maybe look into becoming a beekeeper. Well, there's, <laughs> You know, the, my my conversation with Rhett when he was talking about his days as a beekeeper, if they had, let's just say, you know, a 50 acre um, crop of, of whatever it was, you know, they might have a box or a beehive per, you know, one per acre. And the I guess the monetization part of it is, you know, the the farmer would pay 10 or $12 per hive. So if you had 50 acres, a hive per acre, which, and I'm, and I'm just recalling that just, but for round numbers, uh, 50 acres, 
per acre. I mean, that's that's not you know that's not small money when you talk about that per month. So there is a financial side to being a beekeeper. So Wendy, if you're trying to recruit people to become beekeepers and and look at it as more than a hobby and as a, a viable part-time job, maybe uh, that that's something that's out there. And I was actually really interested. I just thought, okay, to just put a hive out there and they'll go wherever they want to go. But they, you know, they'll they'll cover a certain range. Uh, and if there's enough crop, there's enough for them to do. Absolutely. So, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the the aspect of lifting, yeah, you have to drive a truck, take your, you know, you take your beehives and put it out there. But I, the other part of it is finding. Uh, a queen bee per hive and well you know they're yeah. out there <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah so that was that was that's actually one of the harder parts of being a beekeeper is finding getting the uh, the queen bee so they you know they have to feed it you know certain jelly and that's what makes the queen bee different from the other bees and the bees you know the the worker bees, um, they're the ones that are taking care of this queen bee while she, while she's there. So if they find a good queen bee, you know, she can, she, she makes or breaks the hive. So, and we're not talking about Beyonce y'all. We're talking about a true <laughs> buzz bee. So that queen bee for sure. <laughs> I was, I was thinking that I wasn't going to make that Beyonce reference, but you got to do the little did, head thing when you say it, it there did. too. <laughs> it did cross my mind. Well, you know, when you look at you, the reason we wanted to do this too, again, we're talking about the importance of bees. We're talking about truly looking at it from an environmental standpoint, what it can do for our food, our fruits, our vegetables, what it can help us with medically. But I wanted to even dive deeper. And can I found some of this fascinating on the health and wellness side, like when we're looking at somebody that is a performance athlete, is there a benefit with you know, bees and honey and working out. And there was a lot of things that I found fascinating. And one of the things is, is too, and of course it makes sense, but when you're actually reading through it, you're like, huh, because the, of the reasons why. So, you know, natural sugars such as honey, right, gives you quick energy. So if you're starting to like drop down and you're feeling crummy in your workout, you can go, or even when you're thinking about endurance runners and stuff, grab honey. Sometimes they provide that to you in a race because it helps kind of boost your energy level up very, very quickly because it, it's primarily glucose, glucose and um, fructose, I think. And so what that's going to do is it's going to provide that immediate energy boost to kind of get you through the finish line. And I'm like, okay. But then also too, when you're looking at it for sustainability, it's also very, very positive that way because, you know, when you do refined sugars, that's going to cause immediate crashes and spikes. This, because it goes directly into your bloodstream, has more of a gradual release. So not only will it help you immediately, but on sustainability, if you start to have these endurance athletes, then providing them with some sort of honey is very, very beneficial as well. Yeah. And with that, I'll just say that if you're running, if you're an endurance runner uh, and you're listening to us and you have a race tomorrow, go with what you know first. The last <laughs> thing you want to do is try a new strategy, technique, something that you're eating, introducing anything new to your race uh, strategy. 
just don't do something right there, then and there. Try it for your next race. But for all the benefits that you just said, Wendy, it is something that is effective. I've used it. I've used goo. I've used other uh, packets. I have a bad goo story. I won't tell you guys this. But just all I'm going to say is be careful if you're doing a marathon, pinning chocolate goo to your shorts. And leaving it Um, so, so when I say don't try anything new, the, the, the race, the day of the race, I did that. And my body was just not having it because I, I take what they give you at those hydration stations, right? They'll give you water at one station. They'll give you goo or whatever at another station. I tried it, never tried it before, but I was so tired and hungry that that's what I did. And that next couple mile, couple a mile after I was just like oh man this is not good but try it <laughs> and we're not talking about Ken's upset stomach today we're talking about buzzing with vitality here on random fit with myself Wendy Bats and Ken Miller and we're we've talked a lot about the bees and the importance of bee pollen and what the, what great pollinators they are for our crops and our food we did talk about it from an athlete standpoint how it's good for immediate energy and then now like sustainability but also it's really good. And I thought this was interesting for carb loading. And so I'm like thinking about it and honey is very excellent, excellent choice, if you will, for a pre-workout or mid-workout because it is high in carbohydrates. And so it's going to give you that little boost um, to help you because, um, you know, it's going to top off your glycogen stores when you're actually working out, which is what you need. And that's going to be really important, especially and I'm talking a lot more about endurance because when you're just going and doing a workout for an hour, it's totally different. But if you have your training for a triathlete or a triathlon and you're a triathlete, then you're going maybe doing a bike and then taking a break and then you're doing a swim and then you're taking a break and then you're going for a run. And you may be doing all of that in a day before you start piecing it together. Honey's a really good choice to help you kind of get through those mid transitions um, even if there's a big break in between to try to make sure that you've got enough energy to, you know, maximize your practice time before you go into a race. Yep. <laughs> I've never done a triathlon, but I'll say that during, during runs that, especially on my longer running days, well, if I'll do like a six or seven miler, that's when, that's when that honey just really kicks in. Right. So good tasting it i i do feel a difference between that and maybe something else uh, another simple sweetener especially for an endurance and for me six miles that that is an endurance event so i'll it's it's no triathlon but that is something that i'll have in my little fanny pack when i go running i'll have a little packet of that no you don't yeah i do oh my okay <laughs> moving on also honey is really great for oh, as an on. antioxidant <laughs> What are you saying, Wendy? Like, uh, well, you know what? I don't know if I should be offended. Is remarkable. However, I, you lost me at fanny pack. But moving on. <laughs> so with the antioxidants, again, it's really going to help somebody um, combat oxidative stress to the body. So when you're thinking about that on an athlete standpoint, intense exercise is going to lead to an increase in free radicals. So if you consume honey, it may reduce that um, oxidative damage and it's going to help you perform better and most importantly, recover faster. 
And so when you're thinking about it on a health benefit and what it can do for you after you work out, and we're talking specifically with honey, um, it it's the, ox, uh, the antioxidants that it provides is something that could be super beneficial for you. And again, that is just another argument for honey as a sweetener uh, compared to the nutrient density that does not exist in other sweeteners, you know, however you like to sweeten your your drinks and beverages honey is a, a a great alternative considering it does have the antioxidants within it versus something that is just not good for you at all in re refined and processed sweeteners so <laughs> from that alone well yeah and you know the there's we could go on and on there's two more that i really want to talk about that i think is important yeah. because we we keep talking a lot about honey but also we want to look at bee pollen and so when we think about that it's very nutrient density like the nutrient density that that bee pollen has it's shown to provide energy of course we we know that endurance benefits same thing as honey but it's highly um nutrient dense in proteins vitamins minerals carbohydrates and the carbohydrates in the bee pollen, like those in the honey, can also contribute to sustained energy, while the proteins and nutrients can help support your muscle function and overall the vitality. That's how we got the name of Buzzing with Vitality um, today. And so, you know, there's there's a lot to it. There's a lot to the importance of bees. So it's not just the honey that we can make, but it's also, or that they make, but it's also the bee pollen too, how um, it also has a ton of benefits for us. And did you read that one research article on bee pollen? And the, it was <laughs> I, I read a few. So yeah, well, the one where they they took these older rats, rats or mice, and they were like 22, 22 month old rats, I think they gave them a fixed diet. So they saw how they ate and then they reduced their their calorie intake. And so of course, they atrophied, they lost weight, they lost muscle, they lost weight. So once they kept them there, I think uh, for two weeks, and and I wish I I wrote it down the where, where the article came from. But once they were there for two weeks, the only thing that they added was bee pollen. So once they added it, they actually put on weight. They put on more muscle uh, in these older rats, which I think. <laughs> contributed to using I feel about this whole older rat thing but um <laughs> well i know 20 22 was that the one about the molecular action or something like that maybe or was yeah. that the review yeah. there was i don't know there was a bunch of reviews and so and allergies yeah, so, and clinical studies but um, yeah but this one was for i guess the uh, hypertrophic effect of incorporating bee pollen into your diet so but again, you have to extend the, okay, if it works on rats, is it, is it worth researching for humans? And well, there you go. And, there you go. And so one final one that I wanted to talk about too, again, this still is along the lines of looking at bee pollen, that it's also shown to help reduce fatigue and improve muscle endurance by promoting the efficient use of oxygen and nutrients for the muscles. And so this, of course, again, it all kind of goes back to the endurance. And so if you're a fitness enthusiast and you're looking to 
go longer in your workouts or maybe add something, you know, you want to think about making sure that you're fueling your body and eating and drinking some things uh, sometimes isn't, isn't good for people. I know for me, when I do a half or even a full marathon, I don't drink Gatorade very often or some sort of electrolyte because right. I end up having those issues that you were talking about where I just feel like I'm getting like muscle cramps. It's just not good for me. But if you just take a little bit of honey and you, you know, stick it in your mouth and eat it and whether they're in little packets, they sell these little packets. Um, it really does help give you that boost. And so something, if, especially if you're an all natural person, you're into organic, um, you know, just eating organically, or you want to kind of think about what you can add into your workout on the nutrition side during a workout. Um, it's one thing that maybe try to incorporate and then see how you feel and just know that there's a lot of benefits to it as you're doing it. Yeah. The, the research again, as we dove deeper, as I dove deeper into this topic, I mean, there's a lot of information out there, especially you can go into the research journals, but how I would practically apply this for my clients is, is somebody who comes up to me talking about the benefits of honey and bee pollen. What I always say to everybody is before you incorporate this diet, this exercise, this strategy, this method to help improve health, wellness, and performance, the questions you have to ask are, Did are you watching your sleep? How is your food intake uh, quantity and quality wise? Are you addressing every other major aspect of, of what helps you perform better as a human being? And then once you've address that question or those questions for yourself, then you can say to yourself, okay, well, now let's try something else. Let's try the bee pollen. Let's try some honey as a sweetener, as an alternative to what you may already be doing. And we've mentioned already a couple other products that endurance runners might already be using into their practice, but try something else. Try it slowly, graduate it, its, its influence in your training program and see how you feel you know only only you know how it works based on how you practice and train with it so incorporate it use it see how you feel if you like it great if you're not feeling any benefit then you know decide for yourselves <laughs> if this is something that that'll work for you and if it makes you feel worse then obviously you're you're one of those people that it just might not work for you so just well, try it out I think it's important if we did a recap. Okay, let's talk about what we talked about, right? It's going to help you if you have allergies. It's going to help you if you have sore throats. It's going to help you um, at, if you need some sort of um, anti-inflammatory. It's going to help you as an alternative sweetener. So if you don't want to use um, a lot of sugars, like you can use honey. It helps pollinate. You know, bees are going to help pollinate our food. So it's going to be more natural. We want to make sure we're using limited chemicals, though, because what we're seeing now is the bee population is on the decline because of all the pesticides and chemicals that we're using on our crops and in the farms and, and just in nature to keep insects off that is not doing well for the bees. But then on the, on the exercise standpoint, it's going to give you a quick boost if you need it. It's going to help you as an um, endurance runner if you need it. It's going to help you with carbo loading to get you through your workout if you start to feel like you're on the decline and you need that little extra boost but it's not going to cause those crashes. It's going, you know, looking at bee pollen, it's going to help you um, through all your proteins, um, vitamins, minerals, and carbs. And then it's also going to help with muscle fatigue. So if you're looking at all of this, I don't think there's a lot of negatives that is going to come out 
of bee pollen or honey. And so to your point, yeah, try it, feel it, but just know if you have a sore throat, maybe try that. If you have this, try it's kind of like the, um, my big fat Greek wedding. I don't know if you ever saw that. I'm partially <laughs> Greek. So like I could tell you the whole movie, but they are always like, you know, that originates from the Greek word or the root word of this and put Windex on everything. Well, maybe just put honey on everything and see if it works for you. <laughs> that's, that's the answer. That's the answer. That's all I got. You got a problem? <laughs> throw some honey on it. Just throw some it'll, honey on it. It'll work out. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, this was fun, Ken. So thank you for, you know, going along with me when I said I wanted to talk about bees and you're like, you want to do what? <laughs> well, like I said, I, I use it enough in my daily, almost daily routine that I'm like, well, I guess I should know what it is that I'm consuming outside of it just tastes good to me. Right. It's so a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things uh, discovered as far as what I'm put, actually putting into my body. So I'm, uh, I'm happy for it. I'm glad we did it, Wendy. Thank you so much. And for those of you listening to us here on Random Fit and listening to this episode on buzzing with vitality and talking about bees, one of the last topics I think we, we would have talked about on Random Fit, but it was, it was basically a lot of carryover to the benefits of health. Uh, thanks for listening. Really, really appreciate you uh, taking the time and listening to both Wendy Batts and I, Ken Miller, talk about what we talk about on Random Fit, which is what whatever it is that relates to fitness, we do what we can to bridge that gap between what may or may not be related to fitness and what we can prove through research uh, in our discoveries. So until next time, everybody, like, follow, subscribe, download, share, and rate us if you can. But Definitely comment, let us know what you want us to talk about, and we'll do that. So until next time, everybody, take care and be well.